0: 2023 is right around the corner and we're going to talk all things goal setting and how I am able to accomplish all of my goals within a year by making sure I follow what's called My Accountability Bestie Model. So with the My Accountability Bestie Model, we follow these strategies and these principles. Clarity, strategy, commitment, communication, community, and consequences and results. Let's go through each of them because they're all important. So when it comes to clarity, this is the first thing you're gonna do. You wanna make sure that you want to accomplish this goal, but also that the goal is yours and making sure that you are connected to it. For most people, this is gonna be considered your why, right? So what is your goal and why is it important to you? Um, For some people, the goal is to get out of debt because they might want to own a, uh, buy a property soon, right? For other people, the goal may be to save $1,000 because they've never been able to save $1,000. I want you to make sure this is your goal and not something that you have seen on social media and now you think it's your goal. I like to spend time off of social media when I create my goals to make sure they align with who I am and what I want to accomplish that following year. So one of my goals was to make sure that I paid off all of my debt. And I did that because I knew the following year I wanted to own and buy property, right? That was something for me. It wasn't something that I seen on social media, but I am used to living in a house or something that my parents have owned. So I also wanted to own something. That's not gonna be the same for everyone. So clarity is the first step in making sure that your goal is specific, to you, and that it's something that you actually want to accomplish. The next step is strategy. Making sure your goals are SMART. Making sure your goals are measurable. And what is a SMART goal? SMART is an acronym that stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. When we think specific, people love to say, oh, my goal is to make more money. That's not specific enough. How much more money do you want to make? Or my goal is to pay off debt. How much debt do you want to pay off within that year? So when we think specific, for me personally, next year, my goal is to make $500,000. It is specific in the number, right? Is it measurable? Yes, I can measure along the way how am I, how am I doing on my journey to making that $500,000. You can measure if your goal is to pay off $10,000. You can measure how well you're doing to pay off that $10,000. So we have specific, measurable. The third one is attainable. I think a lot of us try to make goals within a year that are not necessarily attainable. And then when we don't hit them, we kind of like beat ourselves up about it. But the reality was it was never attainable in the first place. And you probably needed to scale back on the goal. So one of my goals one year was to make save $10,000 in a year. At that time, I was making $37,000 before taxes. The reality was that was not an attainable goal for me unless I did a whole bunch of other things to make more money. But I could not do it in the salary that I had alone. So I had to change that $10,000 goal and start it at $2,000. And that was attainable. So you want to make sure that your goal is attainable within the year that you want to accomplish it. Relevant goes back to our first step in the accountability bestie model. Is this goal relevant to you? Is this goal something you want to accomplish? Is this goal like a need for you? And not necessarily, okay, I don't care which way it goes, but like, you really wanna accomplish this? It needs to be relevant. And then the last part in the SMART acronym, is time-based, right? You put a time on the goal. So for most people, we do time in a sense of like 12 months, I want to accomplish this by December 31st. I want to accomplish this by October 31st. But you want to put a deadline on on it and give yourself that sense of urgency. Um, We don't do that enough. We don't give ourselves that sense of urgency, especially when we plan goals out for the year. We think like, oh, yeah, January, February, March comes around and we have time. As you have seen, this year has gone by really fucking quick. So You want to make sure your goals have time-based and that it has a sense of urgency placed around it. So when it comes to strategy, you want to make sure your goals are smart. You want to make sure your goals are relevant, but you also want to make sure that you create daily small tasks that are going to help you accomplish your goal. If your goal is to pay off $10,000 and you know you cannot do that in your regular salary, one of your daily tasks should be to go out and make more money each day. Maybe you're doing that two to three times a day, but the small daily task and allowing yourself to hold yourself accountable and measure how you're doing is going, to, like, is going to make a difference. The one thing we don't like to do enough is hold ourselves accountable because the reality is we make a lot of excuses as to why we can't do something rather than just doing it. And that's where like making sure that strategy is in there. And then it comes with commitment. You need to execute on the plan. You need to run the play. I say this a lot, but y'all don't hear me, right? Commitment, there's no point in having a clear goal, strategizing and making a plan for the goal and then never actually committing and executing on the plan that you have. This is the most important step. You need to execute on the plan. A lot of us get stuck in the planning and replanning and planning and replanning stage that we never implement the plan. If you don't implement the plan, the goal does not get accomplished. You're bringing that goal into the following year, into the following year, into the following year, when all you need to do is execute on the plan. How do you execute on the plan? You put daily tasks to make sure those daily tasks align with the goal and the vision and the plan. So if your goal is to, like I said, if your goal is to pay up that $10,000 worth of debt, the small daily plans will be finding ways to make more money, finding things to cut back on, you know, finding a side hustle, um, whatever it is, you need to make sure you do the small daily tasks because that is what's going to get you to the goal. Some people think like, oh, I need to do this huge thing. But if you start out small, it sets the tone and it sets the behavior for you to then be able to accomplish the goal based on the little things that you are doing daily. So one way that I make sure I execute on my plan is that I have a whiteboard. And it's usually right behind me, right by my desk. I have a whiteboard and I list out my week. Monday, Sunday through Saturday, Sunday through Saturday. And I put two to three tasks on my whiteboard every day that I need to accomplish. That's going to get me a step closer to my goal. I also put a dollar amount that I want to make for myself, whether it's the payoff debt, save, invest. I say, okay, this month I want to make $6,000, right? And I make sure those small tasks align with Me hitting that goal to make that money, to do what it is I need to do with that money. You want to make sure you have those two to three tasks in a place where you can see them every day. A lot of us like to write things down in a book and never look at it again. It needs to be somewhere in your face. It's going to make a difference to say, I can check this off. And one thing I learned and that I read within the 12 week year, which is a great, amazing book is that you need to score your execution. You need to score how you're doing every single week. So if I give myself two tasks that I need to accomplish every day, by the end of seven days, that's 14 tasks that I should have accomplished. If I only accomplish four out of those 14 tasks, well, that is way less than 50%. That means there was something I wasn't doing accurately or properly that got me there. That shows me that the following week, I need to adjust how I've been doing to make sure that next week comes when I have my new 14 tasks I need to accomplish, that I'm at least scoring between 12 to 14%, right? So you want to actually have a system where you can check off how you are doing every day. It is going to be a game changer, but sometimes it'll also be a slap in your face to show you that you are actually letting your excuses stop you from accomplishing your goal. Because the reality is some of us are really like lazy, right? And that's our excuse. It's an excuse to say like, I don't really wanna do this right now. And, and we say that so often that by the time we say it again, it's December 31st and we've said so many, I'm tired, I don't wanna do this, I don't have time, that the goal has never gotten accomplished. So my biggest takeaway from this, especially in the commitment and the execution strategy, is to write down the task, two to three tasks a day. Don't overwhelm yourself and put it somewhere where you can see it all the time and you can actually physically check off, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this and schedule time within your week that you can do it. I am my most productive between six And 8 p.m. every night Every day between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. That's when I know that I can get things done And that I can push myself closer to my goal For some people You might have to wait for your children to go to sleep So your optimal time of execution Might be after 9 o'clock Right? Maybe in the morning before your children wake up Your optimal time for execution Might be 5 o'clock in the morning Baby, I'm not a 5 o'clock in the morning girl I try to be, but that's not me, but I have learned myself to know that between the hours of six and eight, I can get the most done to accomplish my goals. So find a time where you can get the most done. It'll probably be in the morning or after your children go to bed or sometime in the middle of your day where you can get things done, but find that time and make sure you plan your task within that time. So, this is a lot of information, but I think it's important. So we have covered clarity, Strategy, commitment, and the following thing is communication. Communicate with yourself. How are you doing? What's your progress looking like? And that's where we go back to that whiteboard, right? You're actually holding yourself accountable to say, okay, this is what my progress is looking like. I can say, some weeks, Selma, you really wasn't giving it your best this week. That board actually shows me that I wasn't giving it my best. But having that communication with yourself and being honest with yourself and saying some weeks I'm better than others. Sometimes I work better here and this time. Understanding when it's best for you. The communication is what's going to help you adjust your plan when it needs adjusting, right? You being honest and saying, oh no, five o'clock don't work for me. I might have to change it to seven. That's you communicating with yourself. So, you know, communicate weekly on how you are doing. Make sure you sit down with yourself. Usually mine is like Saturday night where I look over my board and I see how i have done. And then I strategically plan out the following week based on how I have been doing. The next one is community. Community is so important. Community might not be your real life community. When I started my debt free journey, there was nobody in my space in my real life who was also on a debt free journey. I found people on Instagram who were who had the mindset that I had, and those are the people that I utilize. And when I say community, find people who are you know where you want to be a little bit higher. Like, don't try to go above and beyond because sometimes that motivation can actually be detrimental to your journey. So find people who are like two to three steps ahead of you, right? learn from those people, Um, talk to those people, surround yourself with those people. One thing I have said is I don't want to have to explain my goals to people on why I want to accomplish my goal. I want to tell someone my goal and they motivate me or they give me the tools and the steps and the the help that I need to attain it. I don't want to have to use my energy to tell you why I want to make five hundred thousand dollars. I don't want to have to use my energy to tell you why I want to grow my community and help 100,000 women. I want you to say, this is the way to do it. And when you find the right people, they're going to put you in rooms. They're going to put you in a mental space where, yo, there's no doubting yourself. Like, y'all, my goals for 2023 are crazy scary, but I don't doubt myself because there are women like Daisha, the broke black girl, millennial in debt, Sania, the bougie budgeter, um, the bougie banker, Carmen, make uh, make real sense. All these women pour into me. Yo quiero dinero. All these women pour into me and they let me know that I can do it. And I surround myself with them because I have realized they are doing what I want to do. They are at where I want to be at and they're not gatekeeping information. Be around people who are not going to gatekeep information, right? I'm a real transparent person. I'm going to give it to you. And if you need the resources, I'm going to either tell you I can help you or I'm going to point you in the direction of someone who can. But that community aspect is really important and understanding it may not be in your real life But baby, that's why we got social media. You can literally put yourself in rooms with people on social media alone. I have learned so much from people who I have just watched their lives and then probably bought a book that they recommended. And that book has been life changing. So it's those small pieces of finding your community and finding your your people that's going to make a difference. Everyone's not going to be your people. You find who is for you and you lock them down and you connect with them. And it needs to be a reciprocal kind of community, right? You give to them, they give to you. You have a uh, well-oiled machine where it's like, it doesn't feel like I'm just taking and it doesn't feel like I'm just giving. Community is important. And it's why I have started the My Accountability Bestie community because when you surround yourself with people who know why you're doing it, or who understand or who are also doing it, you get nothing but fucking motivation. Like like I said, I'm going into 2023, like my, my goals are accomplished. You can't tell me they're not because I have women who I am leaning on to tell me that I can do it. The last one in the accountability bestie model is consequences and results. What did your results tell you? Did you accomplish your goal? Did you not accomplish your goal? And did you not accomplish your goal because the plan didn't work? Or did you not accomplish your goal because you never executed on the plan? Let's talk about it. What did your results tell you? This is where accountability will smack you in the face. It's gonna smack you in the face. It's literally gonna say, okay, I did not accomplish my goals because what you didn't run the play, you didn't execute the plan, you didn't even make a plan, right? But with the consequences and the results, it aligns you and allows you to go and strategize and go into the following year better, right? So when I realized, okay, I write my goals down, but I write them in a random ass book that I'd never look at again, That doesn't work for me. I had to get a big whiteboard and put it in a space where I sit every day, which is my desk, and literally say, okay, every time I get up, I see it. I know these are things that I got to check off. So sometimes a lot of us like to change our plans for our goals, not realizing we never actually executed on the plan. So your plan doesn't need altering. You just need to execute on it. And then sometimes you realize the plan needs to change because you executed it and you realize, okay, the plan wasn't working. I need to adjust it. But a lot of us don't actually execute on the plan. We think we do, but we haven't really put forth the energy that is going to make us better, right? So the consequences and the results is what's going to help you adjust, especially in the long run. So if you did not accomplish your $10,000 goal of paying off debt? Why, right? Was it because you didn't go out and make as much money as you could? Was it because you didn't follow your weekly schedule of going out three to four times a day? Was it because you were emotionally spending and you did not create a sinking fund for your emotional spending habits? Was it because you ate out a lot? It's gonna tell you, your your consequences, your results are gonna tell you what you fucked up at. And then it's up to you to hold yourself accountable to fix it that is the model clarity strategy commitment communication community and consequences and results but we're not done let me tell you one of my biggest things that i have learned when it comes to goal setting i do not start my goals in january i don't i actually start my goals in october of whatever year that i'm in so we're in 2022 I have started my 2023 goals in October and November and December. I'm going to tell you why I do that and how it has helped me for the past three to four years to make sure that I'm actually accomplishing my goals. So we start our goals two months prior to put our plan into motion and see if the plan works. So if you know your goal for 2023 is to save $500 every month, well, you're going to start in October, November, and December of 2022. It's literally going to show you that you can either save the $500 or that you can't, and you either need to adjust the amount of money or find ways to make more money. But it's going to tell you that before January hits, because if you realize in January that you can't save $500, well, now you're going to spend January, February, trying to adjust numbers, make different plans, make different things happen. When in January, you're supposed to be implementing the plan. So we start October, November, and December to make sure we try out the plan. And if we need to adjust, we adjust. But we adjust before the new year so that by the time the new year does come around, your plan is solid. Like you want your plan to be solid. And it can only be solid if you have strategized way beforehand. So I plan my goals out in October. I plan my goals out in October and I try them out between October, November and December. And then if I need to make adjustments, I do that before the new year. It is going to be a game changer. Now, I know it's a little bit too late to be doing that now, but take that into the new year with you. And when it when October comes around, say, all right, someone said, let me try it out now. And this is the time for you to try it out. Another thing I do is assess myself every two to three months. Every quarter, I really assess myself and I measure how I'm doing all my goals. When I first started out, I would do this every month. But now that I have a better understanding of how I, I can scale myself every month, I adjust and I assess myself two to three months. So every quarter, I'll check in with myself. I'll look at my goals. I'll make updates to it. So um, one of my goals was to max out my Roth IRA for 2022. Every quarter I was saying how much I added, right? So I know in March I added $2,000. I know um, the following next three months, I only added like $1,000. So I know I needed to up the rest of the money for the following year, for the rest of the year. So adjusting and assessing how you're doing every two to three months will help you see if, okay, I need to change my plan. I may need to adjust But we don't want to wait until the entire year is over to say like, oh, how did I do? You want to assess yourself on a two to three month basis. If you feel like that is too long, adjust it. Assess yourself once a month, right? See how you're doing once a month based on the yearly goals and bring it down and see what your numbers are looking like from there. My last tip is to put your vision in multiple places. Put your goals in multiple places. We like to do vision boards on like a board and then throw the board somewhere where we never see it. You done sat down, made a beautiful ass board that you ain't look at all year. Mm-mm, baby, we not doing that here. My top secret is that I have my goals everywhere. My vision board, I at least see it 10 times a day minimum because I stay on my phone and I stay looking at my Apple Watch. So I have put my vision board on my Apple Watch. My vision board is also my screensaver on my computer. My vision board is my screensaver on my monitor. My vision board is um, my screensaver on my phone. My whiteboard aligns the tasks that I have that are gonna help me accomplish my vision board goals. So it's not enough to just create the board. You need to see the board everywhere. When it came to uh, making my planner, I had the mock-up planner everywhere. I saw that planner all the time. I made sure that I was working on it daily. You wanna make sure that you see your goals everywhere. And the one thing I don't think we do enough is we don't put ourselves on our vision board. I need to see me on my board. You need to see you on your board, right? Find the happiest picture, the picture where you have felt your most prettiest, the picture where you were at, you know, the most peace in your life and add that to the center of your vision board. I am on my board along with making $500,000, traveling more, celebrating, finding love, finding peace, growing, buying land, having success. All of those things are on my vision board. I literally just told you my entire... My entire goal for 2023, because I have seen it so much every day, that I know where everything is placed. I know where it says $500,000. I know where it shows me a million dollar portfolio. I know where it shows me a picture of St. Lucia and the Baton Mountains that I'm going to see. I know where it shows me black love. I know where it says buy land. I know where it says 100,000 followers on Instagram. That is everything I want to accomplish in 2023. I'm not confused about it. I'm not second guessing it. The numbers aren't changing every day. $500,000 in in sales and money, 100,000 followers on Instagram, a million dollar portfolio. Like I see it and my numbers are solid. So when it comes to strategizing, make that vision board, but make it and put it damn near everywhere. Like you want to be able to close your eyes and picture what it looks like. You want to be able to say when someone asks you, what's your goal? I can list the way I just did right now. I can list you all my goals, never having to look back and check what they were. If you got to look back and check what your goals are, then are they really like, are they really your goals? Is it something that you're really aligned with? Something that you really want to accomplish? You need to see them everywhere. And I'm gonna end with that. I think that's that's it. Make sure the goals are clear. Make sure you see them everywhere. Make sure you are following the uh, My Accountability bestie model, which is something that I came up with that I give the women in my community to use. You want to make sure your goals are clear. You have a strategy, you're committed to the goal, you communicate, you have a community and that you score yourself with the consequences and results to be able to adjust your goals when you need to. I am excited for 2023, like nervous, but I am excited to see what I can do and what I can accomplish because I have been using this model for years and I know that it works for me. I know that planning my goals out in October and trying them out in October, November and December works for me. I go into January clear on my vision. I go into January knowing my plan and how I'm going to strategize my my year. I go into my plan understanding that I'm committed to this vision because it is my vision. It's no one else's, right? I didn't say I wanted to make a million dollars, right? I said I wanted to do $500,000. For you, you might wanna save $1,000. Whatever the goal is, it needs to be yours. It needs to be relevant to you. It needs to be a need, right? I don't need it to be an I want type of thing. Like I need you to say, yo, no, by the end of this year, this is what I need to make happen for myself. And it needs to be with that type of conviction, with that type of passion, with that type of intensity. And, and there should be nothing, no one who can stop your journey. There should be no one who can literally go out and be like, yo, make you feel unsure about your goals. No one is not telling me that I'm not hitting my goals next year. You're not telling me that I'm not hitting my goals next year. Are you crazy? Not the way I'm locked in. Not the way I'm locked into myself. So I need you to be locked in. I need you to follow the steps, follow the strategies, and I need you to make sure that your vision is greater than your excuses. It has to be, right? Your vision has to be greater than any excuse that you can tell yourself. So I'm excited about 2023. I hope you're excited. If you have anxiety about it, if you are nervous about it, all of those things are normal. All of those things are okay. But you still go into 2023 like, you can't tell me nothing. Go into 2023 with clarity, strategy, commitment, communication, community, and ready to score with consequences and results. You're going to see how much of a game changer you're going to have when you plan out your goals in this way and execute on them and run the fucking play. In 2023, we're running all of the fucking plays to make sure that we are successful. See y'all in the new year.